Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Eric's Family Barbecue has arrived and is simply the best barbecue in Arizona. Come satisfy your taste buds with meats that are smoked over mesquite wooden sides that are made with fresh ingredients and tons of love. They have the best, juiciest brisket, pulled pork, rib sausage, turkey, or everyone's favorite, the Pitmaster Sampler that includes all the meat in four sides. Mac and cheese, potato salad, coleslaw, corner beans, yum. And for dessert, try some creamy banana pudding. Amazing. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Dine in or take it to go. Go to Eric's Family bbq.com for more info you thought that was funny you were laughing like a hyena when he said it what the hell is wrong with you good morning everybody hello there welcome to my birthday johnny Graw. happy birthday buddy all right (laughs) buddy if you don't deserve it Yes. Oh, Brett, you didn't have to play this. <laughs> the best around by Joe Esposito. I mean, just silly, but thank you. <laughs> Anything for you, buddy. Very nice of you to throw that in there and <laughs> surprise me with it. You're the best around. That's right. It's, uh, it's my birthday today, so there'll be a lot of celebrating myself because no one else is going to do it. I might as well. Fantastic. And a perfect weekend. You're welcome. I gave you the greatest summer weekend in Phoenix history. Amazing. Unreal. You couldn't wait to run outside and play in this nonsense uh, when it was just uh, 78 degrees for a little while. It was ridiculous. A little humid. I got a little moist. My buddy Mark and I, he called me yesterday, and this is what people do the day before you celebrate your 49th birthday is your friends call you and say, I want to play pickleball. And I'm like, I think I should probably get used to this. (laughs) I think it's probably a phrase I should probably get used to. And he goes, well, the worst part of it was, he calls and he goes, there's probably no one at the club if you want to go play pickleball. I'm like, that sounds fantastic. We've earned it. So, yeah, I did that. And uh, that was my evening uh, amongst, you know, family fun and whatever else. Frivolity. But, uh, yeah. Biz at the Swizz. I had a little biz at the Swizz. Now, we'll get into this in a second. Uh, I had uh, a little birthday uh, fun hop. So, uh, Saturday, I, I had... I went on a little bike ride because it's perfect. It was even oh, yeah. drizzling, just a little bike ride, nothing major. Uh, just streeting, hanging around, just like this is taking advantage of the fact that in my lifetime, since I've lived here in 1983, save for two years removed when I didn't live here, 
from 83 to today, uh, there has never been a July 25th or 26th in the 70s and 80s. It, since I've lived, it's my birthday has never had this. It was the a freak weekend. It was the best. And so uh, I took advantage of it. So ride the bike. Uh, I get home, and my uh, friend Mark is uh, with his, I don't like to use names, but it's Mark Stebbings. He works at a bank. <laughs> and he and his wife, and his now adult daughter, and a sort of adult son who's off to uh, TCU in a couple of weeks. So, and, and his daughter's moving to Boston. They're both moving away. So my friend Mark, who's uh, standing in my, my uh, driveway, drunk at like four in the afternoon. Day drinking. Just bombed. My kids, are, my kids are leaving. I'm all emotional. And I'm like, oh, get out of my driveway. And he brings two friends. I don't want to use names, but their names are Mike and Maria. And they were, uh, they're from Gilbert Brady. They lived across the street uh, from Mark when he lived in Gilbert. Part of the Mike and Maria show? Part of the Mike and Maria show. Very It's Wake Up with Mike and Maria. <laughs> well, it was a show, all right. They brought their Gilbert ways to my area, which is the, uh, the first, out of the bubble. First time out of the bubble without kids. Uh, like they're, 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 they're so used to being in family fair. That now they're in, they're, they've graduated to the big leagues of bars. Phoenix bars that I attend, that I go to, are not, you know, oh, when the kids go back to school, you're not hearing a lot of that chatter. You're not hearing a lot. As a mom, times are definitely tougher than, and that's kind of where I think Mike and Maria live along. Mark and Kristen had to be broken of Gilbert. And uh, they, they talk about families and routes to work and weather and There's barriers. papers and Trump and. They just there's just a lot of Gilbert talk that doesn't float in these bars. Now the bars that I go to usually doing some visit the Swizz. We all know about the Swizzlands, by the way, closed again. Damn the place. I know. But uh, so of Gilbert, there's Mike diversity Marino. at the Swizz. Now you know my stories of the Swizz, where I've actually watched one man finger another man while there was a bachelorette party next to it. Like it can go from a gay table, a wildly gay table, lesbians, bachelorettes. Blacks, Mexicans, uh, barflies, normals. That's what I like to call my table. <laughs> and everything else, right? It's just everybody. It's diversity. It's wild diversity. So these drunks are standing in my front yard. My neighbors are there. Mike goes, are those your gay neighbors? I'm like, yeah. Mike takes his pants off. Bleh, stands in my driveway. I'm like, all right, Gilbert. Wow. You're going you're gonna to see some gay here for a second. Calm it down. The Postino's posse was yeah, up and exactly. about last night. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, if you're going to leave the confines of crusty old weird Gilbert, Hall pass. don't bring that out here. And like, we're moving out here. I'm like, you're not ready. You're not ready to make this upgrade. So I go inside after the bike ride. I send them on their way. They go off to the Swiss. Now, Mark knows the Swiss. He's been in the area now for a couple of years. He's kind of adapted from the miserable, no offense, Brady, but the absolutely miserable conversation style of all Gilbert people. Versus the normal people who like to have fun and not talk about kids and schools and price tags and things. and anyway, Baking? Uh, no, we didn't do a lot of baking talk, but I'm sure <laughs> it would have been there. So we get to the Swiss. Mark's a little loud. They're doing a little Gilbert. We're, we're without our kids every time someone is screaming. A little too college fratty for me. So I walk in and I immediately apologize to the staff at the Swiss. I'm like, I'm sorry I've brought the riffraff. I I brought people who haven't been away from their kids for a long time. They're probably going to get a little loud. They get overexcited. They're on their hall pass. They're, well, they're overexcited about being outside, and they're laughing. Well, we're drinking and goofing off and having some fun, and Mark's wife, Kristen, goes into the bathroom. Well, Mark follows her, 
And it's just, you know, the Swizz is just a small box. There's just the, the bathrooms are an open door, a toilet, and a sink, and that's it. And then you close the door and you lock it behind you like, you're like you're at somebody's house. So Mike and I are laughing, and Mike takes one of the bar chairs. And I didn't know this was a real thing. Like they did it in cartoons and stuff. Where and you wedge t- it under you the door. You the chair and wedge it. It, yeah. it completely works. It does? You, oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I had no <laughs> idea that was a thing. I, that, now you know what I want to try because of cartoons after seeing this? That glass on the wall listening to another room thing. I, this stuff evidently works. This chair, and I've seen that in like movies where somebody's chasing somebody, they put a chair under the door. I'm like, what's that gonna? It works. Like, it's got to be the white, the right wedge, but it does. Work. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Mark and Kristen are in there, and some guy at the bar goes, "Hey, man, that's not funny. He could be doing terrible things in there." I'm like, "It's his wife. We're good." Well, it's not funny. A man should not be in a woman woman's restroom. Like, all right, move the chair, Mike. So as Mike's moving it, a rather butch lesbian, and I mean by butch I mean um, you would confuse her for Mark McGuire. So she wow. wanders over to the door and opens it up, and there's my buddy Mark Stebbings from the bank, right? And he comes popping out, and she's like, "You shouldn't be in there. It's a ladies' room." And he goes, "Ah!" And I'm like, "The perfect opportunity to go identify as a woman." He missed it, but they come out laughing. We're all having fun. <clears throat> the lesbian comes out of the bathroom and looks at Mark and starts saying, "That was wrong. You can't be in there, Mark." Gently touches her shoulder. Oh, boy. And says, "I'm look, I, we were goofing around. They locked me in. I wasn't. And she goes, don't you touch me. Don't you ever f- touch me. And I'm like, here we go. Bring Gilbert to the Swiss. So uh, Maria goes into the bathroom at the Swiss and shuts the door. The lesbian goes in, kicks the door open, and goes, you and your type. And I'm like, oh, she hates straight people. <laughs> well, Maria is Greek-Italian. All Uh-oh. right. All right. Here we go. She comes out a little feisty. Covered her hair. <laughs> <laughs> Not dressing, bro. Oh. Greek, she wasn't Italian. fixing her mustache or anything. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, oh yeah. I, I thought you said like, she had a dressing on. No, like she no. had covered her hair. <laughs> yeah. Covered in hair, you said. Yeah, I gotcha. No, no, no. She's Greek Italian. I didn't see her with any clothes off. Probably has electrolysis just from the, the background. <laughs> I'm guessing there's some days with laser. Just when you say Greek Italian, hair shoots out of something. <laughs> Knees most of the time. So she's out and she's not having it. So we're all sitting there. Next thing you know, Maria, who's a sweet, tiny little Greek Italian lady, is in the face of Mark McGuire, the lesbian. And it's a go. Like it's going to go. This is a, a, it's a bar birthday. Fight. Oh, it's an extravagant outing for you. The greatest thing you in the world. Love this. Oh, every second of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Every second of it. Especially because Maria came out guns blazing. Just because I don't eat doesn't mean I've got them. Like, oh, here we go. I don't have to listen to you just because I'm not. And then she started to call her a, a catfish. Because you smell like a catfish. You're nothing but. And I'm like, oh, Jesus, this is on. So I get, like, we get kicked out. Like, that's it. You got kicked out of the we Swiss? We got kicked out of the Swiss. Did you lose your Swiss card? I, I lost a little Swiss card. So uh, Megan goes over to the bartender, who I know, also named Megan, and says, Here, here's 50 bucks. Uh, they took our drinks and just said, get out. I'm like, what did we do? I was like, get out. He shouldn't have been in there. I'm like, yeah, yeah. We, so Megan goes, I said, I know he was wrong for going in there, but, uh, you know. Here's a 50. Here's 50. Sorry. We'll leave. We're, you were right. We were wrong. And she goes, I don't even want your money. Just get out. Ooh. Meanwhile, just because I don't eat, you're such a catfish smelling. And I'm like, oh, this is great. So I get in between Maria and Mark McGuire. Did Mark McGuire get kicked out too? No. Oh, this is where the all right. This is where the trouble starts. Oh, 
So I get in between McGuire and Maria, and I take Maria, and I turn her, and I'm like, just go. Let's de- I've learned this from Tactical Black. We are de-escalating this situation. This is not a necessary fight. We've been removed. Silly. The whole bar is willing to fight us. That's what you learn in the de-escalation process. We are in a situation where we're, for whatever reason, the ones who are being told to go, and there's a gaggle of lesbians and God knows who else behind that bar that want us out. So we're leaving. So I got my arms out between the lesbian and Maria, and they are- Riot control. You know what it was like when an umpire and Earl Weaver used to fight? Yeah. And then <laughs> another player face. would get between. Tight. I mean, I'm in this. And they are hurling vagina insults back and forth. And I mean, it is. Yours is dried up. Awesome. Yeah, well, yours is a catcher's man. Oh, I, wanted to whisper, <laughs> I wanted to whisper to Maria, say that yours probably looks like a Rottweiler holding the water wing after it, after it was diagnosed with palsy. But I wasn't in it. So I put my arms out, back to the lesbian, which is a mistake, but I wanted to get out. Turn Maria, we're at the door, and I get pushed in the back. Two hands. Oh, Boom. Man. You don't stop me from doing anything. And I'm like, and I turn and I'm like, I'm trying to calm this down. Cooler heads, lady. And she goes, I want to go have a cigarette. And I'm like, your cigarette can wait two minutes while we pack her up in the car and you calm the F down. And her friend comes over and starts <clears throat> to calm her down. She rears back like she's going to push me again. And he stops her. And I'm like, this is a full go. Now the whole bar does, you know, Blues Brothers stuff. They're all getting up to go outside to watch this little Greek Italian and Mark McGuire scuffle in the circle up, rumble on Bethany home. I'm rolling at this point. It's all over. And I'm looking at these Gilbertians like you can't, you people can't be around diversity. You have to only be around the uh, 8 p.m. closing time white Gilberts because this lesbian thing threw you for a loop. But she went right to the heart of it. It doesn't happen at Dirks, man. Yeah, it does not happen at Dirks because they don't allow people of color or diversity. It could be. Whiskey row. Hilarious. So the lesbian's smoking. And the last thing you see is this tender, tiny little Italian Greek lady throwing her finger up. You fish-eating piece of <laughs> like, All right, you are man. not de-escalating God bless. this situation. <laughs> I went back in and apologized. To the people who run the Swiss and was promptly told, get out. Oh, man. So maybe. You lost your Swiss card? Maybe the Swiss has, has kicked me out after that all does, this time. Doesn't sound good. Doesn't sound good for Johnny. But you know what the Swiss is? And I'm going to give it another shot. I'm not afraid of the Swiss. In fact, I wanted to go back later that night. The Swiss is uh, a dude. The Swiss is a dude. And I'm giving him all this free press because it's fun. Uh, when I walked in, it was loud and crowded, and I told uh, Mark's going, and screaming, and I go in, and I talk to this gay, this gay, super tall old guy, and I said, look, I'm going to apologize right off the bat for you standing so close to this noisy mess. They're from Gilbert. They don't get out much. It's going to get loud. And he's like, you know, the whole place has just turned over. It used to be kind of a, a hiding spot. Now it's just this. It's out. This. And he points at the table. Sprinkles. This, this. Yeah, he throws a little gay fairy dust at the this. <laughs> table here this and i'm like well that's the table i'm at but i understand i'm like yes we're probably gonna find a new spot I'm like maybe you do maybe you don't i don't know go finger your friend over there like i've seen that in here before i know that's a thing the swizz is a dude though sir we were mad at each other yesterday but i go back in tonight let's say and i'll be like all swizz <laughs> come on <laughs> how crazy was saturday right it's like you that was stupid don't do that again man i know i know i'm gonna get you a drink swizz it was nuts Bar fight for my birthday in your late 40s with lesbians. And I've got to be honest with you. Don't know. I almost Brenman that. And i got to tell you something. As mayor of city at the Swiss, and I'm, I'm not joking. I'm not sure I could have handled that lady. I've done a lot of training. 
I've done a lot of fight stuff. I'm pretty decent on the mitts. I've thrown a punch or two. This lady was uh, didn't look. She granite. She did not look like somebody that I. I, I uh, she would have thrown a heavy, uh, heavy, and I wasn't going to be allowed to like fight back because it's a woman still. That's where this equality nonsense is starting to get to me about that whole thing. Because I have a feeling she, she pushed me, and I thought there were fists coming my way from her. What do you do? Yeah, because she can throw a pop. This girl wasn't little, so you had your money not on the Greek guinea. You had oh. it on uh, Mark McGuire. <laughs> uh, the Greek guinea showed me something. The Greek guinea, <laughs> she showed me something. The Greek guinea is one of the greatest boxing fearless <laughs> ever. <laughs> Yeah, Vinny Katsapocalypse. <laughs> Do you think this is the uh, total changing of the guard at the Swiss? You know how no, clientele no, 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 changes no, no. over and it's like now. You're, very, you know, you're being Gilbert. The no, Swiss no, is just, everybody. Sounds different. No, the Swiss is everybody. It's always been a little sounds gay. Sounds like it's not, John. Always been a little gay. Get- always been a little weird. Well, that sounds heavier. But if, Well, this was, she was heavier. It was a bigger lady. Yeah. You should have brought Gutentag with you. But even Megan went back and goes, how come you're signing with a lesbian? Why does she get to stay? Like, oh, we, we need to go. Boy. We need to go. <laughs> but I mean... You calling her a lesbian at that point was nothing compared to the fishmonger and all the all this sushi bar and, and friends bre- helping out. See this? I believe salmon breath was used a couple of times. I think there was a lot. It, it went on. It seemingly went on for about ten minutes throughout the giggles. But uh, yeah, the, the the Greek guinea showed me something, Brett. I, <laughs> no, and I would have had a problem fighting Mark McGuire because I can't punch back. Yeah, or touch her like my friend Mark just put put his hand on her shoulder. Go look, I'm sorry, and she's not being touched. Like Mark evidently reminded her of somebody who at one point had assaulted her because it was over. Like her eyes changed, everything went goofy. I think you just carry uh, sparring pads, put them on. Yeah, maybe just have, her, just have my have my my yeah, focus drill mitts. Her a couple just of times. To, yeah, we'll do a little fo- mitt drill action. <laughs> Get a couple slaps upside the head with high, some foam low, roller. High, low, high, <laughs> low. Throw three here. You just want to get it out of your system, there, McGuire. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so there was a pretty active Saturday. Wow. It was a pretty active Saturday. I can't Saturday. believe it. Went Text- over. Yeah, it was bad. It was, <laughs> it was uh, I'll go back because the Swizz is a dude. The Swizz and I are tight. Texter wants to know, John, what did it smell like between a mouthful of catfish and a mouthful of Gilbert? <laughs> <laughs> it smelled like uh, half-eaten mushy Cheerios <laughs> and, uh, yeah, like a full-out. Tuna helper. Like a hatchery. <laughs> That lady was fresh off some fish too. Like that, she doesn't go a few hours. Right? Like she has to eat it to sustain herself. I think. I think it's like being a what I call a lesbian diabetic. Every once in a while, you got to get a shot of that fish, or you're not going to make it through the rest of the night. She was. Well, she was very, very grouchy. And I don't care. Look, I I love lesbians. There's no question about that. It's Mark's fault. It is Mark's fault. He brought these rubes over. And oh, I, I couldn't figure out which Mark. Mark McGuire or no, no, no. Yeah, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, okay, sorry, sorry. sorry. McGuire, McGuire was not in the wrong. No. McGuire was not in the wrong. We, Here comes we, Slappy's coming right. into the restroom. That's right, dicking around. Thinking they were, oh, the no respect room. for the place. No respect for the ladies' room. <laughs> yep. And he's right. And when we locked him in, I'm like, and you could see that little door handle shaking, and I'm like, that that chair thing works? Like, this is great. I was more amazed at that, not thinking anybody would care that a husband and wife had gone into a single bathroom. Yeah. Didn't really matter. I mean, it was pretty great. But the, the biz at the Swizz uh, took a shot in the knees on Saturday night. But it was hilarious. You got to respect the Swiss. Always respect the Swiss. I've been yelled at at the Swiss a few times. Once without my mask. Yep. The owner came over and she shouted me down. And I'm like, I forgot. You are 100% right. I, and I have no problem. And then she came over later and she goes, I got to be tough on these people. They're, the, the staff at the Swiss ain't fooling around. They're like that staff at uh, 
the, the place where Jeff Healy used to play in uh, <laughs> yeah, the Roadhouse. In the Roadhouse. The Double Deuce. The Double Deuce, yeah. The Double Deuce. It, it, well, Healy's behind that chain thing. Everywhere. He's blind, but he still has to duck bottles. <laughs> Shouldn't that crowd be accepting of a guy in a woman's room at the Swiss? <laughs> That's what we said. That's what I told Mark. I'm like, you dumbass. Whenever you come out of the ladies' room, you just go, hey, I identify as one of yours. And you play that LGBTQ RSVP plus card, and, and you're, on, you're off the hook. Now she's the bigot. It's all about bigot twisting. That's the future. You bigot twist. You use their game against them. They use their game against you. You bigot twist. Oh, I see how it is. Oh, oh, I can't use the ladies' room. I've been identifying as a woman for a while. Or I'm a man. I'm dressed as a man, but I, I'm a female parts. You can't judge. Bigot twist. Whoosh, bigot twist, and now it's Sorry, in your bro. court. Let yeah. me buy you a drink. Now it's in your court. Bigot twisting is the way to go. Especially because it's so... Uh, you know, gray and ambiguous now. I'm I'm looking forward to being a bigot twister. Women use men's rooms all the time. I've been at sporting events where chicks just come in and pee next to me uh, because there's their line was forever long, and then they ASU used to be the capital of that. That line, the women's room would go around the block at Sun Devil Stadium, and then <clears throat> chicks would just come rolling into the men's room, and nobody cared. It's no big deal. Yeah. If anything, she shouldn't be allowed in the ladies' room. That's what her interests are. She should have to use the men's room where there's nothing of interest what, in there for her. Maybe that's what upset her. That she wanted to go in with Kristen. Mark's interest was the same, and they're fighting. Yeah. She uh, wanted to smell that uh, Chinese grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> just because I do, that's the first thing you hear when the door opens. Just because I don't need doesn't mean you can. Oh, God. Oh, the Greek guinea's lost it. The Greek guinea is her new name. <laughs> And then they start in with, what are the housing? They just sold their place in Gilbert for a pretty penny. And they're like, what are the, what are the costs around? We would have moved it. I'm like, you are not too much. welcome it's in this area much. at all. It's far too heavy for you <laughs> and your ilk. I don't need you people mucking up my time. I'm going to make me move to Gilbert to get back to normal folk. We're going to push us all out as these Gilbertians start moving central. Isn't there a little Italy part in Arcadia somewhere? There's got to be. There is. There's got to be a little. Well, yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Well, no, it's in Dobson Ranch. <laughs> and there's right. one guy running it. <laughs> there's where you look. Yeah, Miss New Booty and him are a little Italy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Brett, are there any homes for sale that these rubes can move into in your neighborhood? Uh, not, no. Yeah. So you guys can go to O'Kelly's and yeah. fight? Oh, God. <laughs> I like Did O'Kelly's. You see that see, O'Kelly's <laughs> makes me. O'Kelly's is the place that I look at, and I'm like, this is the dive bar I'd walk to if I lived in Dobson Ranch. There's probably I gotta take you to Jupes. Jupes, I love Jupes. Is great. Jupes is the best. Jupes is the swizzle in of that area. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's exactly it. Yep. Yeah, because Jupes doesn't fit in Mesa at all. No, <laughs> it's on like uh, Price and uh, yeah, Guadalupe. Yep. I we love that go, place. We used to go to Jupes when I was 19. Yeah, and they're like, you guys don't look old enough, and then. Mm, you got money? I wish, right. was, I wish there was some sort of way to identify us as age. Ah, what are you having? And we thought we were cool. Just kidding. Amaretto sour for me. Amaretto uh, Because that's what we'd seen other people ordering. Larry still orders it. He gets that, what does he get, that green uh, drink? Midori. Oh, Midori sours. <laughs> He's a grown-up. It glows. <laughs> and, he's like, and, he, and we give him crap. Every, what? I like him. Oh, you got to get off of this melted Kool-Aid shot you're doing and just you're, drink something decent. Your ecto-Kool-Aid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ecto-plasm. So God knows what uh, year 49 holds well, for me, but 48 ended with the Well, I hope you Swiss card back. Oh, I'm fine with my Swiss card. I'll go back into the Swiss and I'll make, I'll make good. Lady J texts over, dude, 
I'll bring all my shim homies oh, to the bar. Bad day for those bitches. <laughs> no, see, no. I don't want a big prison fight, Jay. I appreciate your backup. I would take Jay to the Swiss. Oh, yeah. That actually might be a good redo. But, Jay, we're not going to make it a habit or anything. I got a reputation. <laughs> but, yeah, I would like to, I actually would like to go drinking with Jay Gutenberg. That would be fun. Oh, yeah. Especially at the Swiss. Wouldn't have to worry about Mark McGuire. It would be a very Larry David moment. See, I, I brought one. We're good. I got one with me. Now we're all even, right? I brought my lesbian to you. You bring me something. From the, it's a trade. One of McGuire's ah. friends would go, dude, you know who that is? <laughs> the goot. It's the goot. All need- hail the goot. All ha- and they all get on their knees. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Godmother. All right, everybody. <laughs> Calm down the hatchery. It's not feeding time quite yet. <laughs> it's like 2 p.m. at Bass Pro Shops around here. I'll let you know when you can suckle at the teat of the goot. But now's not the time. I'm having a drink with my hetero. <laughs> I bring you lesbians. <laughs> oh, he's done all right. Thank you. I did pretty good there. I brought a lesbian to a lesbian bar. Now I won't fight him anymore. It was pretty great. But uh, yeah, Gilbert needs to stay in goddamn Gilbert. And you're, and you're trained to be in Gilbert. Brady, you know it. You're different now that you've been to Gilbert. You can't just hobnob around and not notice the craziness that goes on that doesn't because you've been away from it for so long. Transvestites popping in and out of restaurants in the normal. Ain't normal in Gilbert, but it's very normal. And, and some say better, some say worse. I prefer it because I think it's great to see. It's a good visual show. Some people say I'd rather live in a neighborhood that doesn't exist. That neighborhood's called Gilbert. <laughs> All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. It's an isolation room for whites. It's Hitler's dream town. Probably allow some Jews in there. They snuck them in. <laughs> we got it all. And it's phenomenal for people like me who enjoy the show. I'm here for the simulation. I like that stuff. I don't like a homogenized lily white country bar full of ladies dressed like their teen daughters talking about routes to work. I like a good old-fashioned brouhaha between the heteros and the lesbos. Those are the fun days for Johnny. I like Controlled that. conflict. Well. Maybe with the... I do have to thank Jay and the gang up there at Tactical Black, though, because in a different time, I would have allowed that. But I, I got in and said, look, everybody out. Like, I, you try to keep your calm. And it did, that training actually helped me a ton, just getting in there, making sure you saw all parts, keeping your eyes open. That sub- the big thing is it's usually one of their friends that stirs up the issue. It's not the two people fighting. You get tunnel vision on the two people fighting, and then somebody comes up and starts to stab it. Yeah. And I kept my eyes on that and everything. And this guy started to walk towards me. I'm like, stop. Just, we're, I'm cooler heads. So he goes, me too. That's all. I'm like, good. You're in. Let's go. But I'm like, you just keep it all open. But it was, it was, it was fuzzy for a second. It got a little hairy. But I'll I, buy this bar. Yeah. Well, there was almost that, too. <laughs> we just sold their house in Gilbert. We could buy and sell them. I'm like, oh, God, no. They're all rich, too, by the way. These are hidden gays. <laughs> it was pretty fun. And there was only a few gay people and then some straight guys and some dudes playing pool. The regs. The regs. I just only wish that Rhode Island Melissa was there to see this. <laughs> I know. 
The bar is awesome. Forgot about her. So to, to a public acknowledgement that we were in the wrong at first, Swizzle in. Not sure I like the way the Swizz handled it, but they handled it. It's their place to handle it. That's their biz at the Swizz. I highly... Uh, you know the rules now. I've always known the rules. I anticipate heading back to the Swizz with an olive branch known as Jay Gutentag. <laughs> I bring you Bully. How's it going, man? Nice place. You serve up a Coors Light here, or what do I have to do? Who do I have to blow to get a drink in this place, man? <laughs> but it was a good uh, good way to close out 48, Brady. 48 was a weird year anyway. Closing 48 out in a strong, strong fashion. And the mic and the, the Greek guinea. Oh, and the Greek guinea evidently owns a 7-Eleven, and that got shouted at the lesbian, too. I didn't know that. A 7-Eleven. It's like in Indiana. <laughs> what are you talking about? There was a lot of screaming and yelling. But that finger, man. That little Greek guinea finger. Whew. That was up. Vengeance. And you don't mess with them guinea broads. I have not seen an Italian woman off of television go from zero to a thousand and then back to zero. Other than like uh, Jersey Shore or one of those housewife shows. But that's oh, real. Like she she, it ends oh, yeah. she yeah. went from yeah. something... To nothing, back to something, back to nothing. We went to the next bar, and she came in smiling and goes, was I wrong? I'm like, I think you were 100% right, but we needed to leave. She goes, ah. And she's adorable, which is the worst part of it all. She's like a normal-looking person. She ain't. There's a lot going on in there. And her husband kept looking at me, mouthing out, help me. Help me. She beats you, doesn't she? She's taking a swing. They're nice people. His phone light is going to SOS. I think what they need to do (laughs) is make the transition from Gilbert over to maybe... Brett's neck of the woods, hit jupes once, look around and go, oh, this is how. And then go into Tempe for a little while, see some strangeness there, and then work your way into the to the Swiss. <laughs> Maybe get over Awatuki. Oh, I, that's... Oh, jeez. That's the original Gilbert. <laughs> I'm not so sure that's a good idea. John, if you need extra gay support, we can go with you. Sign John, Jay, and Rich. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get those boys in there. I bring you Gay Morning Show and Good Time. Pretty good, huh? How about a free drink? Yeah, it was a very, very Curb Your Enthusiasm moment, but it was fun. So off goes 48, on is 49, and already getting a lot of birthday wishes and people saying nice things. Appreciate it. We'll get right to it. But uh, that's it. What'd you guys do? Anything good? Big weekend? Oh, yeah. You fighting your golf. <laughs> oh, of course no you fights. Gilbert. Yeah. A little golf game, some barbecue. Sat on the patio and talked about weather. <laughs> Had the neighbors um, over, talked about weather and some routes to work. <laughs> Get that Great. in there. Oh, those are always good so days. Glad I moved out of Gilbert when I did. <laughs> were you in Gilbert? Oh, you no, were I went to high school there. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. You were in Farm Hillbilly Gilbert. It's well, different. we were in Valvista Lakes, but that's like when there was nothing around it. Yeah, that was when confused people from Mesa thought this was. A good and that's idea. exactly what my parents yeah. were. We moved my out parents there. looked out there too. <laughs> this Valvista Lakes, everybody seems to be shooting over there. We all looked way too far. Oh yeah, Whew. way too far. But uh, what are you going to do? Yeah, Brady had his. You do anything? Nothing? I got nothing on that. Watch some of the Olympics. We'll get into the Olympics in a little bit. (laughs) You did? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, Saturday after the visit to Swizz, I was kind of amped up. Had a little drink in me. Fell asleep when I got home. We didn't get home that late either. It was like 11. And uh, drop a pop. Went over to the place across. It's a great bar at Lucy's called The Other Bar. I've told you about it. It's really good stuff. The other place? or is No, The the Other Bar. Other Bar. Yeah. No, not uh, the other place was that horrible yeah. Bill Anderson's or whatever yeah. it was. Anyway, uh, so we went over there and then went home. Fell asleep. I woke up at 2 and watched live Olympics. 
There's only there's only one way to watch the Olympics, and that's as they're happening. I don't. My phone updates me constantly. It's on what's, so mixed up. I don't yeah. even know. Well, just watch the middle of the night. That's yeah. when it's on. And I was and I and I was mesmerized. Some of the events were incredible. Uh, the swimming events went down at two thirty in the morning. I watched the Team USA basketball lazily lose to France in a big way. Uh, last night I was up till one watching Luka Doncic pour forty eight in. Slovenia's team is amazing. So yeah, it was USA basketball trying to make a statement. That they hate the United States? Yeah. yeah. I think maybe this woke team is going to say, yeah, it stinks here. I don't know what's going on. They, they, that was the laziest basketball team I've ever watched. Like, they were getting – France was – France has some good players, but it, they're no match. Well, I'm wondering if it's part of the NBA thing of saying this is how good the the – the world's starting to catch but up. But see, now. that's the thing they said because they want to do that expansion mainly. league. Two thousand four, Argentina beat the United States, right? And they're early, yeah. And it was, uh, yeah, early and, game. and they haven't lost since since then. So it, I agree with you that maybe there's some of that. The world's caught up, yeah. But they had that opportunity sixteen years ago. To say the world's caught up, and we went off and rattled off crushing victories from there on. Like, right, but the diff- the motivation is different. NBA would like to. I mean, I hear that. But they about could have done it for NFL as well. Well, yeah, they want the world to be better, and it is. And they want to expand it to be able to. But they know, also want to the USA to, to be the best because think, think of what happens with the NBA if all of a sudden the United States team isn't a player. The NBA goes. Well, what do we have to go over there for? Europe has as much money as we just have a league here. So the NBA would lose out if Europe became the the you know the victor. If they were the ones, but the USA, still USA the main... needs to dominate that for the NBA's sake. Yeah, and they just look terribly lazy. It was a tough game to watch, but yeah, watching the Olympics. We'll get into the Olympics in a second because, and Brett's not going to like my conversation. You're going to hate it, but it's coming. And you're going to you're going to take a few shots, right. but it has nothing to do with the Italians. Oh, I've already, okay. I've already covered good. the Greek guineas. <laughs> uh, but Tokyo looks great on TV. I never wanted to go it's, to the Far East, but it's a beautiful. It's sad. Place. Is it reversed because of it's so empty? Oh well, yeah, that. I mean these. But it's beautiful beautiful yeah. facilities. Nobody's there. I can't believe that. Oh, I feel bad. Is for it them. reverse bigotry that every time they do a shot of Tokyo, I think there's no like bad neighborhoods? That's true. Yeah, I, I think that's like as a white American who uh, you don't see poor Asians here. Like I, you don't. Yeah, but I look at Tokyo and I assume every place there's is no nice. tent city, there's no crime, there's, there's no homeless. <laughs> I don't know why. But I just assume they've all got a job teaching math. I, that's just what I think. I think there's always an opening. I look at Japan and I'm like, the place is pristine. I'm not interested in going over there. The language is too difficult. I don't like their food that much. I like sushi here. And I certainly uh, I don't like their architecture. But I love – and plus, there would just be so many Japanese people that I wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> if I met one, I'd be confused. But I, I'm just I'm, – it's big trouble for Johnny to go over to – Little Japan, because I'd be I'd make mistake after mistake. They're very and they're supposedly super polite, and I don't know. It just looks too nice. There's something I, I need the slums. Like they kept showing Rio, and it looks great. But you know, Rio's got that big slummy section four years ago. Tokyo looks perfect, a little too perfect. There's some fascination about the yakuza and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, but that's just really, really rich. Like yeah. that's their mob. So, but it does show on TV. It's beautiful on television. Uh, at six eighteen, let's get a wake up song. Five eight five nine eight hundred. A good birthday song. We already played the. I mean, Brett already hit me with the best. I mean, oh, oh Brett, come on, <laughs> man, he is rolling it. The Esposito. <laughs> Appreciate that, Brett. <laughs> I got Very you, nice. buddy.
such a great song and really hits me in a because <laughs> Brett's basically saying you're the best and I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, and this is what I would have played after the uh, the Greek guinea crushed that lesbian. I'd have put it in the jukebox. <laughs> it's official now. You're a member of Eagle Fang. Of what? Eagle Fang, the dojo. Oh, the Eagle Fang. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Just the greatest name ever. Give us a wake-up song, 585-9800, and start off my 49th year properly. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! 98. Oh, my gosh. 98. Shut the front door. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.